Hello everybody, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Davin James. Today's episode is recorded on the 26th of July. I hope everyone is doing well, hope you're on a good day. And as always, I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. So what I got for you guys today is a superhero movie related story. And this movie involves fans of the OG Spider-Man trilogy from back in the early 2000s. That's because a rumour has been floating around that the director of those original three movies, Sam Raimi, might be coming back along with Tobey Maguire, who starred in those Spider-Man movies back in the day, to finally make a Spider-Man 4 together. Which is very exciting news for fans of the original trilogy, of course. And this rumour came from Thomas Hayden Church, who first appeared as Flint Marco, aka the Sandman, in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3, but then also recently appeared in Marvel Studios' Spider-Man No Way Home, which was a multiverse uh, story. And he did an interview with comicbook.com, where he said that if he couldn't appear in any more Spider-Man movies, he would want it to be in Spider-Man 4, Spider-Man 4 with Sam Raimi. He said, There's always been kind of... I've heard rumours that Sam Raimi was going to do another Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire. And if that happens, I would probably campaign to maybe at least do a cameo, he said. And Sam Raimi was at one point attached to do a Spider-Man 4, uh, 4 movie. It was in the works for like a long time with Sony Pictures. But then Sony ended up going in a completely di- different direction for whatever reason. <clears throat> I think it was to do with Sam Raimi. Like, I think he had, like... Like, Spider-Man 3 was not well-received. I'm not sure about financially, but critics-wise and fans, they didn't exactly love Spider-Man 3. So I'm not sure if that knocked his confidence down a bit. I'm not not sure if that sort of ruined his relationship with Sony Studios a little bit. Like, they were kind of, like, hesitant on getting him another Spider-Man movie. I don't know. Like, when it comes to movies, there's always some behind-the-scenes drama involved. And there's always a lot of finger-pointing. So you never really know who's to blame, what ideas were this person's or that person's. So you never know what the hell's going on for the most part. You just hear what you hear and you take it with like a grain of salt for the most part. But there was, again, there was plans for a Spider-Man 4 movie. Because I remember there were storyboards with like action sequences designed and they were released, I think. I've seen them in like YouTube videos. And the, there was a villain plan for the movie, which was going to be the Vulture, who ended up becoming the villain of Tom Holland's Spider-Man Homecoming movie, produced by Marvel Studios, which starred Michael Keaton, aka Batman, which is kind of cool. But for Spider-Man 4, with Tobey Maguire, they were going to have the Vulture starred, um, casted by John Malkovich, if I got his last name right who's done like many movies over the past and a really fantastic actor as well. So there were bits and pieces in place for a Spider-Man 4 movie, but again, for some reason it just didn't happen, which really sucked, but we ended up going in a reboot direction with Andrew Garfield, and then they made like two movies with him. That didn't go well with the second movie because they did a lot of mistakes that they made in Spider-Man 3. And... They fired him from uh, the project, or 
they terminated his contract for some weird reason. And then they rebooted again later on, but this time partnering with Marvel Studios to become, well, to be like become co-owners of the Spider-Man character in a sense. Like Sony still owns the character, but Marvel has a deal in place where they can use the Spider-Man character in their movies, in their universe, without there being any sort of like legal issues in a sense. But um, last year, Sam Raimi did an interview with Movie Pilot where he said he was basically open to returning to the project. He said, I didn't think it was possible, but after jumping back in with the multiverse, Doctor Strange of Multiverse of Madness, I realised that anything is possible, so now I'm completely open to it, he said. So when he directed um, Doctor Strange of Multiverse of Madness, it saw a lot of characters from different dimensions interacting with one another which gave fans, along with Spider-Man No Way Home, which follows like a similar sort of story, well, basically Spider-Man No Way Home sort of ties into Doctor Strange a little bit. Small, but in some ways. So that gave fans hope that we could potentially see um, Sam Raimi come back and do another Spider-Man movie or another comic book movie again, you know, in some capacity. And even in No Way Home, we had, like, all three Spider-Man in one movie, which was, you know, that's like a nerd's wet dream in a sense. Like, that was our, that was heaven for us. That was our Christmas for us, the fans. We had, like, uh, Tobey Maguire, the OG Spider-Man. We had Andrew Garfield, the second Spider-Man. And then we had Tom Holland, who is the current Spider-Man. And they all shared screen time together. They all interacted with one another. It was just fantastic. Like, you could ask for a better moment for, like, nerds such as us who really embrace these characters and really love the adventures that we've gone on with these characters even if not everything has been perfect with the movies they've been in or certain character directions they've gone in and you know stuff like that but for the most part we love what we love if that makes sense and Sam Raimi told Fandango in another interview I love Toby I love Christian Dunst who starred as Mary Jane in the original Spider-Man movies, the love interest for Peter Parker. I think all things are possible. I don't really have a plan or a story. I don't know if Marvel would be interested in that right now. I don't know what the thoughts are about that. I haven't really pursued that, but it sounds beautiful. Even if it wasn't a Spider-Man movie, I'd love to work with Toby again in a different role. And with regards to Sony Pictures, their official Twitter account responded to a fan asking about Spider-Man 4, saying that anything is possible, basically. So, that's that. Unfortunately, this is where it gets tricky. Lately, Sony have been doing Spider-Man related movies. They've done the Venom movies, they've done Spider-Man Venom, uh, not Venom, sorry. They've done villain movies with the that are Spider-Man villains and even have one coming out late this year hopefully depending on how things are with the strike the actor strike and the writer strike that's currently going on in Hollywood um, they even had they even announced a Craven the Hunter movie back last year or whatever not last year sorry a year before and that's coming out later this year so what I'm trying to say is they've had a bunch of Spider-Man movie related villains well Spider-Man villains that is just without Spider-Man. And they've teased 
Like, it's very weird, because we don't know if Spider-Man exists in this universe where we see these different villains, and we don't know what kind of, what version of Spider-Man we're getting. Like, are we getting Tobey Maguire? Are we getting Andrew Garfield? Are we getting Tom Holland? There's a lot of question marks with none answers, basically, with no answers whatsoever. And now, the only real sort of answer we've gotten is that potentially Tom Holland Spider-Man could cross over with Venom, played by Tom Hoddy at some point, which I know a lot of people who are not die-hard comic book fans, however, they're going to get really confused, but nonetheless, don't worry about that for now. That's that's not happening at the moment, at least, to, to my knowledge, anyway. But again, it's just a lot of questions that need to be answered, like who's playing who in what universe now? Like, we know Tom Holland is the current Spider-Man. We know that very well. We know that he's going to go on to make a Spider-Man 4 movie with Marvel Studios. We know that. But then you're teasing us with, you know, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man in this image for a movie called Mobius, which came out late last year with Jared Leto. But then you're teasing different villains that appeared in the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. In like a newspaper article with their picture on it. Or the name rather. Yeah, with the picture and the name. So it's like, it's getting confused as to who's who in what universe. <clears throat> and how did they all gonna, how are they going to explain this in a sense? Like, yes, you've got the multiverse. But you need to explain it in a way that makes sense. As to how these characters can exist in this universe. Without there being any sort of like issue with the timeline or... You know, with the multiverse itself and whatever else it is. So it's very, very confusing. I don't know what Sony is doing, if I'm perfectly honest. <laughs> Marvel Studios themselves are not in a great position right now either. Because a lot of their projects has been hit and miss, fan-wise, critically, uh, financially as well. So I don't know what their plans are for the Spider-Man character. They can't really do much anyway without Sony's approval. So I'm completely fine with Sony making a Spider-Man movie without having like Tom Holland be the Spider-Man for that movie or that universe or whatever. Fine, okay, I'm fine with that. I mean, you know, you got the multiverse. Okay, let's play with that for the most part. But like you need to give the audience some kind of like definition of, of what the hell's going on because people are just getting confused. <clears throat> and you're going to lose people's interest. And when you lose their interest, then, you know, they're not probably going to want to go see the movie. And that then leads to more disaster. <laughs> but whether or not Sam Raimi does make a Spider-Man 4, I don't think he will. I just don't see it happening, personally. I have no evidence to back that up. But if it does, then I will for sure go and see it. The funny thing is as well, so I grew up with Tobey Maguire as my Spider-Man. He was my first Spider-Man. And I watched all three of the movies. I, you know, I enjoyed those movies for the most part. But looking back now as an adult, I kind of found Tobey Maguire's performance as Spider-Man in parts. There's other parts he's fine. There's some parts where I'm like, ugh, that feels cringy. Um, you know, this feels horribly written. I don't like his direction of the character. 
which you can't really do much about because that can happen in any movie. But I just feel like his performance as Spider-Man in some ways has not aged that well. Even though it kills me to say that because I am a big Spider-Man fan and the OG Spider-Man films were my films as a kid. Like, I remember going to see Spider-Man 2 with Dr. Octavius as the villain, you know, with the metal arms and whatnot attached to him. And that scared the crap out of me as a kid. <laughs> I remember that very well. Like, that was back in, like, 2004? Yeah. What do you mean 2004? 2003? One of the two. And I remember seeing that. I was like, yep, this isn't for kids. Like, that scared the crap out of me. I'm traumatised for life. <laughs> and even now, as an adult, I still can't look at the villain without thinking how traumatised I was as a kid for when I saw this character... You know, on the, on the big screen in the cinema when I was younger. So that's kind of funny. I'm a little bit embarrassing at the same time, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> but in terms of the Spider-Man movies, um, like, I don't know what Sony should do. All I know is that they should just establish a Spider-Man for the universe. They should have Spider-Man appear in these movies with their villains because it makes no sense to have a villain movie for the most part without a Spider-Man. Unless you could explain it in a way like, oh, he exists before Spider-Man becomes Spider-Man. Okay. Like, kind of like with what they did with the Joker. Which came out in like 2019 with Walking Phoenix. The other Joker movie set in like the 80s or whatever it was. And the Joker existed, but Bruce Wayne did not exist at that time. Well, he did exist, but he was a little kid. So if you're wondering, okay, why is Batman not coming around and stopping the Joker? Well, because Batman had not yet become Batman. Bruce Wayne had not yet become Batman. He was still a little kid. So at that time, that wouldn't have made sense in terms of the timeline of things. So you could do something like that with the Joker, uh, Joker, with a Spider-Man movie. But then, it kind of doesn't work at the same time. So I don't know. I'm spitballing on top of my head of ideas. I don't have anything written down in front of me. I don't have anything well thought out. <laughs> As you can see, I don't work in the movie business, so I'm not that creative, but I would like to see another Spider-Man movie with either Tobey Maguire or, you know, Andrew Garfield. I'm definitely going to watch Spider-Man 4 with Tom Holland eventually when that comes out, absolutely, as he's the main Spider-Man right now. And I enjoy his performance as Spider-Man. And like, you left the door open, in a sense. In terms of Sony, they left the door open for Spider-Man or Spider-Men, you know, Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield to return as Spider-Man in future movie projects. So why not take advantage of that? If they're willing to come back, why not take them take on the offer? Like, pay them however much they need to be paid and get a good script and a good director easy said and done I know but there's lots of opportunities that could be done if you just really pull your finger out and just go with it like fans would like it you know the audience really likes Spider-Man No Way Home especially with seeing like the three Spider-Man or Spider-Men on the screen together fans lost their minds so you've got that sort of feeling that fans would like to see more of these characters you know in whatever way possible. So why not go ahead and do that for us, the fans? But it remains to be seen. And like I said earlier, 
there is a writer's strike going on in Hollywood and there's an actor's strike going on in Hollywood. So right now, they can't, nobody can make a picture. They can't really work on anything. So even if we do get like a spy for it, it won't be until a long, long time away, you know, because no one knows when the strike is going to end either. It could go on into next year. It could possibly go on to the end of next year. We don't know because these things are not predicted. It's all about how people feel and getting the things that they want, that they feel they've been neglected in or they feel they've been mistreated in. You know, whether it be payment or whether it be AI. Especially AI, that's a big conversation at the moment. So this strike could go on for a long, long time. Even with the writers, like writer strike or an actor strike, that could go on for a long time. So, who knows what's going to happen for the most part. But nonetheless, that's the episode here today, guys. Like I said, I am a big Spider-Man fan. I would love to see more different Spider-Men on screen. Like, you got the multiverse movies, the animated movies, Spider-Man across the... Multiverse, there's different names of it, but across the multiverse, into the multiverse, you know, those two movies. So, it could be done. You know, and fans love it. Even in animation, fans love those movies. So, I think, why not, you know? Why not do it? It's a great opportunity and it creates more cash for you. Well, not like they need it, but nonetheless, the studio would be beneficial from seeing that on screen, you know. And in financial um, awarded as well from that, in my opinion. So with that being said, thank you all for listening to this episode. Until next time, take care, stay safe, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.